San Diego Comic Con 2019. It came! Was it good news when it came? It was. It was, was it great like, news? Great, great news. <laughs> We're doing this backwards to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so San Diego Comic Con came and went. Oh. It is over. It ended yesterday as of recording this. Of course, I'm going to post it right away, so you all should get this. We'll see how quick you are to click. Maybe. Hmm. Anyways, I don't think we're going to have any beer left by the time we get to the normal episode. That's fine. Which won't make any sense to you guys, because that'll probably be out in like two months or something, at the rate we're going. We'll get there. I've got almost everything ready to post. I've got a whole bunch of stuff lined up that'll come up after this, but I want this to go out right away. So, uh, if you're wondering why we're talking about the upcoming stuff in episodes that come out, yeah. We're just It's quitinuity. That's what it is. It's all Quentin's problem. Anyways, so we're going to talk about Comic-Con, even though the Enchanter didn't go. He's here no. because, well, he's been a past, and he'll, I'm here for he'll, ask the, he'll ask the important questions. I'll ask the hard-hitting questions. Or he'll ask the dumb questions. Either way, it should be entertaining. That's what I do. So, where do you want to start? Well, where let's do see. you want to start? Uh, let, me, let me just ask straight out. Did you, did you skip Hall H as is tradition? Of course. Oh, good. Why would I ever fucking go to Hall H? I don't know. I have been in line for Hall H one year. More for because it was a place you could actually just sleep? Because... I needed to sleep. I didn't have a hotel room that year. And um, I didn't want to sleep on concrete. And being in the line let me sleep on grass. Yeah. And I was like, grass sounds better than concrete. I don't disagree with you at all. Like, And it's... that worked through most of the night. And then uh, sometime in the morning I managed to uh, stumble my way over to a hotel and sleep by the pool. Nice. Yeah. If you look okay and not like a vagrant, they'll usually just assume you are staying there and you're like doing an early morning siesta by the pool. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you, you buy a drink or yeah, something, they'll leave you say, the fuck alone. I was going to say, you But buy, it's too early for alcohol. Right. But, but yeah. Even, but even then, buy a coffee and just chill. They'll be like, oh, fuck it. He's got money. Clearly, he's a customer. <laughs> it's like he's just probably one of those weird comic guys. I still miss Nicky Rotten's. Yeah. We have a burger place that's on 5th. That's the main strip that you just go straight out of. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is that the Gaslamps district area? Yeah, Gaslamps the whole area, but when you go into Gaslamp from the convention center and you know you cross the street, if you go straight, it's it's Fifth Street. It's the one you go up. And that's yeah. where everybody con congregates and the police have their van with the pop up thing to surveil people. They were running a drone this year over parts of the area for security. Huh. And they had the Bearcat over by the um stadium. With SWAT teams and everything. They were ready for some shit to go down. Apparently. Yeah. Which is better than um, years past where they've invaded Comic-Con to get that uh, censored comics. Which is a great place to start. Speaking what, what, of, that story. What, we'll start what? with panels. Sure. Because I did go to some panels this year. Sweet. Um, you didn't spend nothing but time at the expo hall? No. no, no managed to... So, I'm going to see if I can pull up the... Uh, the panel list still. Yes, I can. Awesome. No, no. There we go. So, uh, if you want to, you can scroll through this if you want, or we can just talk about some of these things. Blah, blah, blah. Film school bullshit, bullshit. DC bullshit. Funko. Yeah, there's a panel I want to go to. Do you want to go to a Funko panel? A Funko panel? I mean, the lowest entry tier garbage of quote unquote geek culture. I mean, they're one step above Amiibos. Actually, the one step below. Oh, I forgot to mention. I always forget how that goes. This was the 50th anniversary of Comic-Con. Right. 
It's also what? the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Ah. Were NASA they, had a booth. Were, were they celebrating the death of the comics industry and the rise of the comic-inspired industry? Was that the whole point? <laughs> no, they just kind of mixed the two a little bit here and there. Not a lot, but like um, the Peanuts booth had, because uh, Snoopy had a thing with the moon landing where he was the first beagle on the moon. Okay. And they had a whole thing. And they even had some like safety, po- not safety, yeah, various posters and stuff for in NASA that had Snoopy. Which is some of the exclusives they were reprinting oh, those. Mondo they, they, had some of those. They were actually used in NASA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they were re- the 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 Peanuts booth and Mondo both had variations of that poster, which we'll talk about Mondo later. I want now, to talk about. Did the- they did they have Charles Schultz uh, draw a comic form and warning the astronauts what happens if they get stuck on the moon and how they are to position themselves to maintain their dignity by becoming living or dead monuments? Dignity. Have you ever looked up the hazards of peeing in space? Shitting. Shitting and Who, peeing. Whose shit is this? They is literally have to tape a bag to their ass. Well, yes. And that's their backup still. They have some better processes, but that frequently that's, fails. That is why I hated those smart-ass comics in the 90s. who are like, ah, the government had to spend a lot of money on a toilet seat for astronauts. It's like, yeah. You, you remember Look Apollo here. 13 where, um, what was his name, got sick? I can't think of it all of a sudden. The one that got sick. It's because he was fucking, well, whole, he was swimming in his own pee. Yeah. And the whole crew, they told them to stop, like, stop ejecting their pee because the system needed a heater to work properly. And they were trying to say, they didn't realize that that, that was a partial, temporary thing. So they just kept doing it and they were stockpiling their pee the whole way back. And this, he's sitting there in his pee, got a UTI out of it. That ended up with a kidney infection. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah! Just the thought of a kidney infection. And just infection. you know, Jesus. all the yeah, he's basically all the infection he's around basically his skin. wearing his urine. Yes, because that's exactly nowhere. that's why he was sick in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, peeing in space is not. They didn't finally take it on until women were going into space. They're like, we got to fix this shit. Literally, they're like, they're like this nearly kills the guys. Women are a little more susceptible to UTIs. We should probably not make this to where it'll murder an astronaut, guaranteed. Yeah. Anyways, um, they did this thing. Oops. Comic Con Indy. I didn't make it to those panels. I kind of probably I should have, but whatever. And then each day was different. So seventies on Thursday, Friday was eighties, Saturday was nineties, Sunday was two thousands. I was like, oh, that's cool. I should have. Maybe I should have tried for that one. Anyways. But uh, Thursday, I made it to one panel. I only made it to one panel each. Well, I think I missed a day, but it doesn't matter. There was a lot of crap. There was not too many, but you have a lot of the women in and the future of women and LGBT in, et cetera, et cetera, and, which are commonplace now. But honestly, kind of dumb. Just make characters. If anything, we already know comics accept most of this stuff. People that read comics accept different people. That's kind of Are the whole sure? point. We don't. I, I don't get. Stop what... smacking this. This is the one place. I think I, I I've. This is one thing that's really baffled me is that there's supposedly a whole bunch of geeks who don't like, who hate minorities of any kind, and I'm like, 
No. I'm like, where did you grow up? All in the anti women geeks and all the blah blah this theory. It's all they think uh, that everybody is 4chan or something. And you're like, well, not even 4chan. Pull. Like, pull yeah. of 4chan. Like, and you're just like, what the fuck are you on about? Have you been to one of these conventions? The fucking, oh, I don't know if he's the owner. The guy that ran Mile High Comics was at the panel I'm about to talk about. Right. Is a um, drag queen. This guy's one of the oldest. In comic, he's been going to Comic-Con and representing comic, like, sales there for, since I think the beginning. Right. And he's finally been kicked out, which is, well, let's talk about that panel. Let me, let me pull up my notes. It was, it was, um, sorry, it wasn't my first panel, but I'm going to talk about it now because there's a couple of stories out of that. Um, the exhibitors of Comic-Con. Okay. And this is, um, this is old school... These guys have been going. There is a mix. Some of the older guys, some um, not so older. Like the the one lady on the end, I can't remember her name. Has been like twenty two years, and she's the shortest length of time. Right. Yeah. So she died, she probably got in. Then that means just about the nineties during like the speculator market. She might though. have been more than twenty two. She might have been just over half. I think. Yeah, I think she was just over half. So 25, 26. But still, that, that still yeah, puts that's, her that's squarely a, right around the speculator market of the nineties. Late eighties, nineties. I think is when she started. Anyways, uh, they were they were doing these great um, stories. Cool. Well, kind of great stories. It was entertaining because they're talking about the beginning. One of the guys uh, did a rant about how they changed the system, how they made it a lottery to get in. You know, and you have more chance if you if you had a previous year's badges as usual because you get the the pre schedule thing, but it's still a lottery. And he had a rant about that because that killed a lot of the comic sales and the book sales guys. Because the old guard couldn't keep coming in. All their their regular customers that have been coming forever. And he kind of went off for a minute. And I kind of got, you know, I'm just like a little bitter, are we? But he actually was, he made up for it. So, but anyways, he was talking about how this, this ruined it for them. Because they can't keep selling comics. Because those guys, the ones that come there every year for that, can't get in now. Well, yeah. And that sucked for them. And he just wanted to, he kind of wanted to give them a voice. Because he felt bad for all those people that just kind of got fucked by the new system. And then somebody asked him a question later about that. Like, what do you do to fix it? And he's like, I don't think we should. Don't get me wrong. We need this. We need the new blood. We need the fresh blood. I just wanted to address it for them because they got fucked. But he's just like, we still need it. We have to have new and fresh. And we can't just have the same people going forever. I was like, that's cool. All right. The guy's awesome. I like him. Wish I'd written down names, but that's I'm stupid. So. Yeah, but his point is just literally like, hey, some of these people who are the vanguard who make who've kept this business alive, this yeah. industry, are basically taking a hit so that other people who are outsiders can come in. Well, they broke down a lot of things like the costs involved to come. Most of these play guys are losing money selling comics there. Yeah, they're bringing in one of the guys was bringing in thirty thousand pounds of product, and they're paying about a dollar a pound. In increments of a hundred to receive it at the door. Jesus. Of Comic Con. Unless they show up at the right time, they can get it. Comic Con works it out so they can get it for free because they want to try and get the comics guys in and stuff, right? But think about the cost there. If you miss your deadline, you could be paying some of them were like 12, 14. One of the guys was saying there was a mistake and they accidentally charged him one year $12,000 out of nowhere on his credit card on file. And he couldn't, he went to check out of the the hotel and his card was maxed. Jesus. <laughs> he got it all sorted out, but... Still. Um, this was a great one. Back in the, uh, I think it was 80s they were talking about. 
the San Diego police used to raid the convention. Why? Because they because they well, they were selling smut and stuff. Remember the comic code and oh, all the shit they had to come up that's with? That's right, because that Literally, was... Literally, the police would just go in and shut down comic book places because you're selling... And that was part of, like, the legal comic book legal defense fund. If you've never watched our video, we have it up somewhere. i got to make sure. I've, I recorded a good part of their panel talking about that. Watch it. If you don't see that one, they've got stuff on their websites talking about it. They run panels every year talking about it at different conventions. So I always support the comic book legal defense fund because they're the reason we have comics still. Anyway. So San Diego police show up and they raid the place, right? They're going, like, towards the back to try and get to a, a vendor. Right. Right. I think it was him or something. I don't remember. But they can't get through the crowds because there's so many people. You know how fucking busy it gets? The right. police can't get through. And they're just like, let us through, police. And everyone's like, fuck you, whatever. People are like, look, motherfucker, I have sweated in line for four hours to try to get autographs. I am not going to move. I will saunter out of your way, sir. I will move. I will comply, but very slowly. And so, and also I'm lifting my armpit at you. <laughs> I don't well, use deodorant because I'm a classic 80s nerd. One of the cops, is, they, they get to the booth and they're trying to find stuff. They're like, they're selling smut here. And he's like, like what? And the organizer's like, what are you talking? What is he selling? And the guy walks to a booth across the hall like, and grabs a comic book and goes, this! And he's holding up Wonder Woman. Uh. And everybody just starts laughing at the cop. And they literally laugh them out of Comic-Con. Yeah. That's definitely the kind of thing that doesn't happen anymore. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um. Damn it. The morality code stickers. Oh, yes. And that's what led to the stickers. Because the police raiding. That's why they put stickers all over the artwork that had showed nipples and stuff. Oh. That's where that came from. That's what started the sticker thing and the entirety of conventions like across smart, the U.S. Stickers. They put stickers over nipples and other things at conventions. They say it's because it's family friendly, but that's actually really not the issue because... I mean, it ends up being family friendly. Yeah, that's kind of what they go for these days. But yeah. No, originally it was because the police raids. How weird. That's... Yeah. Anyways. Uh, No, I do not want to restart my computer. God damn it. Uh, let's see here. So, the lottery system. Uh, the next panel, Law of Marvel. This is the first panel I went to on Thursday. It was actually at the Comic-Con Museum. So those of you who don't know, Comic-Con has a museum now. Okay. That they have up in with the other museums in the San Diego Zoo and such up in the park. So we had to take a little trip up there. I think there was a shuttle, but whatever. We just grabbed a lift. And, uh... Right, did that yeah. so the, because we had our badge we get free access into the, we got free access into the thing which is mostly a, the museum of batman it was all batman stuff so they had like costumes they had um all the games they had an area with all the video games va- batman video games like in order wow and i was like this is actually kind of cool uh they had a lot of the costumes uh the original batmobile lots of batman stuff yeah artwork they had one section that was most that was uh a bit of artwork it wasn't just Batman stuff, but it also had like the covers of the uh, Comic Cons and stuff, the guide, the artwork and stuff. So, the museum was cool. And anyways, they had a in the theater they had a panel. I think they do rotating stuff. 
and like not just Batman. Right. It's probably like an exhibit, kind of like a regular museum where it's like, yeah, you know. We had a U.S. judge, not a not a local U.S. judge, like magistrate, federal, federal like judge, circuit. Yeah, circuit. Well, no, I don't remember if it was circuit court or not, but yeah, he was either circuit or he was appeals. Appellate. I think it was circuit court. Hey, a uh, couple lawyers. One, uh, one of Sony's lawyer. Um, a district, no, um, a public defender. Yeah, no, I know what you're thinking, but no. Well, Sony's lawyers. Yeah, yeah. I'm like just there to make sure things, stay, they were actually participating in a fun way. It's cool. So they were, first thing, this is out of order because I forgot the order, but anyways, they were looking at the different laws behind Marvel. So Bucky, does he have to, would he have to be able to stand trial for his crimes or can he use the insanity defense? Because he was under mind control and everything. Right. And, um, it's questionable because some of the things have been tried before and failed, but it is, you can pretty well prove he was under mind control, I think. I think the problem you'd have is you have to demonstrate to a jury that the mind control, how complete it is. I don't know if the jury decides that or if a judge would have to buy it. Uh, depends on what kind a, of criminal lot, a lot of going Yeah, to. we're talking state by state, and if it's federal, I don't know federal rules very well for that kind of stuff. It gets weird for that, so they didn't go into it too much for good reason. They knew just how complicated that shit was. They were just kind of dancing around that one. Um, topical stuff, asylum for immigrants, Asgard. Can the Asgardians seek asylum in the U.S.? But they also went to Nordic Locks, so we talked about asyl asylum laws in the U.S. Uh, Valkyrie would have some issues. Seeing as she um, sold people into slavery, kidnapping, selling into slavery, that kind of one of those things that they ask about when you're trying to get asylum is doing bad things. Right. Um, Have you ever sold your fellow man into bondage? Mm, we'll put a, put a firm maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's the other question, though. And they didn't touch on this, and I wanted to ask them, do aliens count as, as a person in... Under U.S. and or international law. Like when we say extraterrestrial aliens. Yes, extraterrestrial. Do they count as, are they a person? Do they have the same rights? And does selling them into slavery any different than really selling a person to slavery? Or is it just uh, trading livestock? Right. They didn't go into that. I wanted to ask, but I didn't get a chance. It, it ran short, unfortunately. Scarlet Witch, could she get asylum in the U.S.? A um, little bit harder for her. Because she gets citizenship, that was one they were talking about, and um, she's kind of guilty of terrorism under U.S. law. Just a little? Yeah, especially working with, um, what's his name, the Ultron? Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking film, yeah. Uh, they talked about the legality of Thor killing Thanos, and whether that would be okay again with the asylum and stuff, and just in general. And I, I thought, of, they were like, well this and that and i'm just like well you guys are looking at it all wrong and again i didn't get a chance to ask questions which is unfortunate because on the ship he got spoilers for those of you who haven't watched all of the enchanter and nobody else in the world uh when when he kills the people thanos kills the people um thor says you will die for that well he's the captain of the ship is he not sentencing him to death Thor or Thor is sentencing oh. Thanos to death at that point. He's also they declare it their new country once they get on at the end of Thor, of Thor uh, Ragnarok, and they ma they make him his king. They declare it the new country because they don't have a place, right? And so he's the king, declare uh, sentencing him to death. So you can look at it in two different ways. 
Nautical, I think, is the best because it applies in space. I mean, to be fair, we... so when he kills, Than- cuts Thanos' head off at the beginning of the one of the the newest movie. I'm not ruining anything. Don't worry. Uh he's not. He's just finishing the sentence. Well, that and does U.S. law apply out in space? No. No. But and they come back and stuff. Does certain anyways and international law. They did talk about that. But yeah, that was a cool. That was a cool panel. Tell me that's not some interesting stuff. Anyways. Uh, wrong part, Alga. Wrong part. Wrong ship. Let's see here. Next. Uh, oh, random panel I ended up in. Yeah? Yeah. Those are as good to pop into. Because we were fucking hurting because my boots gave out. What happened? They just gave out. They fucking, the padding just went fuck you and fucked off and my feet hurt so goddamn much. Like, Oh, my God. Anyways, you guys don't need to hear about that. But, um, yeah, that's one of those. Let's just sit for a little while. And all the chairs and stuff in the eating areas are all taken. So slip into a panel thing. You remember doing that a few times. More than once. And there's water and stuff in the panels. Well, and if you find a quiet one, it's also a little quiet and cool. And you can almost catch, like, a little damp. (laughs) If you really want. So Evermore Park. Okay. It's a... Basically, it's, um... Uh, a medieval version of Westworld without the violence and sex. So it's not Westworld at all. Well, yes and no. It's a big, like, LARPing area. With actors, it's an amusement park, kind of. I don't know if amusement park's right. It's a park. I think The head is an ex-imagineer from Disney, the guy that made it, and it's based in Utah. And they, uh... So it's the only fun thing for the Mormons to do, is what you're telling me. I don't know if the Mormons are allowed there. They have a, one of the, the characters they came up with is an ogre that's supposed to be ugly and mean looking, and his name is Giggles. And okay. he carries around like not an umbrella, but you know the sunshade thing, like a parasol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And he he tells like jokes and shit, and he's just <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've apparently it's worked so well. People show up in costumes, all like just regular people so good and make their own characters that they've had to come up with a necklace system to tell who are actors nice i was kind of this place sounds kind of cool like it it's a little cheesy but it sounds kind of cool and i don't know i was just found it entertaining we just randomly walked in on this and we're like whatever the fuck and we start listening like okay this is actually really interesting and they tell stories and showed some clicks park somewhere possibly because I, I remember, because like the more you're talking about, I'm like, this sounds terribly familiar-ish. Like I may have heard about this like a year ago. So I, have they only been open a couple years? I think so. Yeah. Okay, that might be why. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, real quick. That's something that we've we we haven't pushed in a while is going to panels at conventions. But you need to go to the panels. We usually do whenever we talk about them. Oh yeah. But I forgot about doing this. Just slip into random fucking panels sometimes as a way to sit down or something, and you'd be surprised. Well, especially ones that are like you know aren't going to be packed. Like okay, there's always ones that are going to draw. We didn't like, even know consistent. what it was. We literally just found the first room that wasn't busy. That didn't have a line going into it. That was kind of going in. We're just like eh, okay, and hopped in, sat in the back, and all of a sudden they start doing their thing. Well, and also on that same token, I'd say, don't be afraid to bail. Oh, like, no. Yeah, like, you can always just like, bail if it's boring. Yeah, like, if you hop into a room and, like, you spend, I'd say, give them, give them ten minutes. Give them, give them ten minutes of your time. If you're bored out of your mind, you need something else to do, and you don't need to, and, of course, 
and in a place like San Diego Comic Con, like the wall chart, like all the wall outlets are be taken up by all the ro- nomads who. Don't oh, we'll bring talk power about packs. that in a second. Don't you bring power packs? Uh, real quick, what I want to do—I don't know—but real quick, I want to talk about things that got me through the convention. Cool. I'm gonna have links to all these things. They will be affiliate links because we've got to, you know, help the show somehow. But you don't have to buy them from us. We're not pushing it that way. They're just. I wanted to, you can you can buy however you want, but I'm going to do the affiliate links when I put them up so people can see what I'm talking about. And the first thing for any convention, badge reels. Badge reels are nice. Uh, they were fucking great because everyone's got their lanyards and shit. You got a badge in at Comic Con. Yeah. And your car, things hanging on your neck, and it's in the fucking way all the time. And when you go outside, the fucking wind starts blowing it behind you. It's obnoxious. Badge reels, motherfucker. Badge reels. You put it on your fucking belt loop or you put it whatever. And these kinds of the clips. I couldn't find the old style that I wanted, which the kind of oval ones and they're flat. Yeah. They have those on Amazon, but they've got clips on the back too. And I don't want to fuck a clip. I just like the carabiner top. Yeah. I yeah. get you. So uh, this is the closest one I found. You take off the little key thing because fuck that shit. Who, puts Who wants keys? that key ring? That little yeah. Uh, yeah. Lose pressure that. ring. Okay. Um, speaking of carabiners. Next, a carabiner. I know it's just a, it's a carabiner, but th- there's a reason for that. That goes with option number two, water bottle. Oh. Now you normally we always suggest bringing something you can drink. You can use um, just like bottled water and refill it. There's always, they're pretty good at conventions these days. Any convention, but Comic Con's great about putting water all over the place. But there's none in the hall, the expo hall, and you could spend a day in there without fucking leaving, no problem, right? And you need water. You need the water. I found this thing. I love it. It was fucking amazing. Uh, Hydropack Stow. It's collapsible. It's made of like some... It's like those packs you put in your back. You know what I'm talking about? The ones where you suck through the straw. Like a camelback stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same kind of material. Um, it's shot. But this one's just got like a squeeze tip that screws close. The tip squeezes. Um. Yeah. No. There'll, there'll be links again for that. Fucking amazing. I love that thing. You put it on the carabiner. On your yeah. belt, right? Uh, again, with belts, I have a link to my belt in here. Blackhawk uh, inner duty belt. There's a reason for this. I know it sounds a little crazy, but it's the kind of thing police officers use. Yeah, there's no... It's Velcro. So it's the and part, you, you don't have to worry about adjustment properly. About it. It's because it's underneath another thing I'm suggesting. And it gets you to airport security quicker. If you've got pre-check and you're doing the x-ray machine, you don't have to worry about the metal in your belt. Okay. So that leads me to the drop leg bag, which I've mentioned before. I have a new one this year that I tried out. I was quite happy with. That's why I say the duty belt, because the drop leg bags, which fucking great. They're, they're, like, a, they're like a fanny pack, but not um, horrible and out of style. I say you, like don't look a, like a, you don't look like you're from the 80s. They're like tech pouches, which Basically. were really popular, like, God, what was it, four or five years ago? Where, like, everyone was like, ah, I'm my go bag. I've got a tech pouch. Like, what the what and then like I no one mentions them anymore for some reason here's the reason I say these though um, it's not just because you get some storage because you need some stuff the way that almost all of them are laid out they have a tiny pocket on the top the one I've got listed here has the same thing you can put your sunglasses in there and you need sunglasses because you're going to go outside yes you need to go outside once in a while shockingly especially at comic con there's shit to do outside it's mostly because there's other food to be had that's my reason we'll, we'll make fun of the outside of comic con in a minute as we should but uh, the drop bag's awesome. Uh, I was, you know, what was funny though. I was speaking of which, I was showing, I kept showing Ness like the temp, 
like the there because we had that oh. little heat wave. Yeah, it was like a hundred, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I was showing us. I'm like, yeah, this is why the one one of the good reasons. Like, you know, I need to drag you there. She's like, oh, it's really cool there. They're like, I'm like, it's cool there all the time. Oh no, it's eighty this week. It's a oh, little my. warmer. Oh no, the fucking temperature in San Diego is almost always just nice. At at night, it gets to like 64, I think was the cold, so you might have to put on a long sleeve shirt instead, which you're going to want to do when you're going out to clubs and stuff anyways, because you want to look decent. But anyway, so Amor, any other equipment you want to call specifically? I will talk about it, but I didn't want to just sit here talking about all this stuff. Oh, and belt keepers, because you want to attach that thing. This is a, a lot of security and police will know about this. And the one I found... I wish I had ordered these. God, I wish I had ordered these. I thought about it, and I'm an idiot. And I wish I'd had them, so I'm going to put them on the list. comes with a, a an extra one that's got a little clip, in case you don't have something to clip your badge to. That gives you an option, which you don't need to, but yeah. Depending on your clothes. Okay? Okay. Uh, enough of that. I'll branch on a few other things later, but where are we? We need to talk about... Oh, yes, the expo hall. Sure. Or should you... Well, let's do it outside. Take a few seconds. Outside, FX had a big thing. Cool. Always sunny, this, that, and nice. you could go into it. I have no idea what was inside of it. Was there line? was a line that was at least an hour or something to register to get in the line that was like an hour or something. The line? To I'm get not in the even line. fucking kidding. I don't doubt you. You had to register to get into the line. Because this is. A this, line to register to get in the line. Is this, are we talking like the parking lot area where like normally like Cartoon Network was and all that? Yeah, behind. Okay. Except it's all in the grass. But yeah, the cart uh, they use some of the parking lot now. They actually park things in it. So they don't use the whole thing. But yeah, a lot of that. Okay. That's where they were. Um, Amazon had a big thing across, uh, you know, you turn out and you go to the left. I didn't go in that either. Oh, Prime. So yeah, Amazon Prime had a big thing. Huge fucking line the whole time. And I looked inside and it wasn't. It was just videos and stuff. Not as giant. I could watch most of it from the outside, so not not that important. Uh, over by the ballpark parking yeah. lot where the shuttles used to drop off. I don't know if they're still doing that or not. But you go over the bridge and you go over there. There's outdoor stuff. You don't need badge for any of the outdoor stuff. Uh, they had um, Shark Week was going with a giant mechanical shark that bit things. I guess it was nifty. Uh, some local radio stations had booths. There's food booths and trucks and stuff. You get the idea. There's a bunch of different companies set up different things there. And sometimes it, some of it's cool. This year, most of it was pretty stupid. Happens. Did not spend much time there. It happens. It all. It's just hit or miss there. They usually like to give away stuff, and the lines are long, and the stuff is crap. Well, yeah, because it's free. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't cost a lot to have something that isn't shit. It costs even less to have something that is, though. Yes. Yes, it does. But I just think about the cost to get there, and the cost to employ all the people to work it, and to set it up, and the shipping. Oh, God, you people don't understand the shipping involved in these kinds of things. I, I, I think they knew now that we've talked about it. Like we they, talked about it's just getting fact, in, yeah. It's a factor people probably didn't take into account, no. but once you mention it, I think well, they that's understand. Well, that's just that's the receiving cost, what I was talking, not the actual shipping. These people are talking, bringing semis and stuff. You're starting to get the idea. This is why I don't understand why you wouldn't have a decent product in your giveaway, because that's one of your lowest costs involved. Speaking of, let's talk about products and shit and start in the expo hall sure so at far end when you first go in it'd be to the right so i call that the first part because that's i mean that's where the airport is is towards that direction the hotel we love to stay at which is the marriott i didn't get to stay there i figured out why i never get it anymore uh went in there and there's nothing but pro badges some press etc 
Like, oh. that's almost everybody in there. I'm like, oh, we were getting it because we were pressed. You kind of get first dibs to that, I think. I, I don't, this is my theory. I don't have proof of this, but when you see a, a hotel full of nothing but like professional and press and staff, etc., and they've got the pan- that's where they put up their guests. They have a special check in for guests there. Right. You start to go, okay, okay, that's why. That's why we actually had a chance to get in there once yeah, or twice. I loved that hotel. But I still go there to eat. And we stayed at the oh. um, Hotel Indigo, which is on the other side of the ballpark. And you just grab a, their scooters. They have a lot of scooters now. And they have a parking space for them right outside our hotel. So we just grab some birds and cross town over there and get breakfast. Because they have the best breakfast there. They ruined the parfait slightly. They didn't ruin it, but it's not as good. They put dried fruit in with the granola. Like a ton of it. And it's more dried fruit than granola now. How dare. And I'm like, ah, oh, this was the best parfait ever. Why are you trying to... Ah, you're... It's still good, but it's just not... Anyway. Well, I think we've expounded upon their breakfast enough times in the past. So plus, Sony... Plus, if you snag some fruit, you can have a snack later. PlayStation is to the right. They're one of the first... They're not the first booth. You see, like, a, the t-shirt tower and some, another t-shirt vendor is over there with his tables and you've got you did know they, did, they have those, over there. did they have someone loudly screaming no more titties on our console no more titties on our console no because that's basically been like their selling point like thanks to sony america they're like we're gonna sense in all the the vns because playstation has a, a smaller booth no they weren't um, showing anything they didn't have anything to play because fuck them but they weren't at E3 either, so they were just not showing off anything. But they were selling mystery boxes. Oh, boy. And I think you under, I think you have a similar attitude towards mystery boxes as I do. Fuck that stupid shit. Mostly, yeah. I was literally... One of the things I was trying to do this convention was not have the fuck that shit attitude to things. Try to approach things like... I can see what the who this appeals to, even if it's not I, me. I was even trying to wait in lines for exclusives. I was attempting all of it, which we'll talk about exclusives in a second. We're on PlayStation. So they have a mystery box, and I'm actually interested. I'm like, okay, the first day, they tell you one item, they don't tell you the rest in it, right? And it's a, um, it's a exclusive dock for a controller. But it doesn't look like a real dock. It doesn't look like it plugs in and charges it. It just kind of holds it or something. I was going to say, just like for putting your controllers on display. Yes, I am a gamer. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe it charged it, and I just well, didn't see the thing, but I didn't see the thing looking. And then the other stuff is a mystery, quote-unquote. Well, it's not a mystery, because by Sunday they showed you everything that's in the boxes. Because they're selling all of them, because they couldn't sell them. $60 per box. Jesus. So, you know the other shit they're not telling you is going to be crap, right? Mostly, yes. Yeah. So we've got um, a lapel pin, and that was actually oh. one of the items the next day. was oh. gold, gold-colored, whatever bullshit. It's a PlayStation lapel pin. It's a decent pen. Okay, whatever. Uh, a fucking lanyard, because lanyards, because everybody doesn't give those away. Fuck the lanyards. Get yourself a real. We've talked about this. Or if you're going to wear a lanyard, buy a nice one that fit, has, like, a logo of something you want. Or um, get a lanyard uh, with a reel on it. Yeah. If they're scanning like Comic-Con, definitely you want the real. If you're just at any convention, I still prefer to hang them off the belt or something where it's not going to flap in the breeze the second you go outside. Again, go outside once in a while. Anyway, yeah, so so we had lapel. We had Shitty that. socks. Oh, boy. And some decal stickers Ooh, for doggy. 60 fucking dollars. You want to know what day two? Day two was the lapel pin. Day three, you want to know what day three was? That was the socks? Pool float. 
shaped like a controller. I have a picture. I put oh this boy. on Twitter. Like, it was that bad. It's like, this is what was supposed to entice you into spending 60 bucks. Do, do, uh, do. I took some pictures for notes so we could talk about some of this stuff. It's fucking hilarious. I took too many pictures. There's too many stupid things. Oh, here we go. So here's... Oh, sorry, it was a hat, not a lapel pen. The hat was the third day, because Wednesday was the thing. Okay. There was another pool float after that. Two, oh, it's only in my Twitter feed. This thing, see the... It's shaped like a controller, and then they had a gray controller on Sunday. Like the classic. It's literally uh, about mm, two and a half to three feet wide. Okay. Pool float, quote-unquote. What does it do? It it's just... a pool float. I even asked one of the guys... Why a pool float? He's like, San Diego, summer, fun, you know? Okay, so you're the one that fucking came up with this, huh? You're the guy, you suggested it, or it was your buddy, wasn't it? That's what happened. It's not a dumb idea. It's this not is, a dumb idea. This is why I hate how all of these companies are centered in fucking, like, Seattle, and you get the idea. It's a bunch of On fucking tech idiots that are fucking morons who think people actually want to fucking... We're not in San Diego. Most people here don't live in San Diego, you stupid fuck. What the fuck do I need a pool float for? People, I live in Colorado. Most people who are like, but like your products, don't have pools. I actually went back I mean, every maybe day. I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know the demographics of Sony. I literally went back every day hoping to find something because I wanted a mystery box. It was my plan. Like I'm doing it this year. I'm gonna make. I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do the thing. I'm here for a reason. Fuck you, PlayStation, for just ruining that for me. You ruined that for me. Like, I tried I to remember be... why I hate mystery boxes, because of you. Like, I know why I treat them as the cynical cash grabs they are. I just sat down and I thought about the costs involved. Because we have an idea of the costs, right? And I was just like, okay, let's bump it up to $75, right? And this was my suggestion on Twitter, and I hope one of them fucking reads this. Vinyl patch. Okay. A challenge coin. Yeah. And a custom and an exclusive Comic Con controller. Seventy-five dollars. I think that'll cover all the costs just fine for shipping and everything. So minimum break even, they'll probably make a little bit, but at least they'll break even at seventy-five dollars for that. And then you've got an exclusive, people are fucking hyped about it, people are gonna want that controller. They're gonna want it. They're gonna buy it. You're gonna sell out. There's gonna be a fucking line. There, there'll be an after a third party market as people are scalping them on eBay exactly. for eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I get you. How do they? Uh, that, do even, they not have advertising people that know anything? You know what? Are they just even? Even if they offered controller shells, how about that? Like you don't even have to have like the skins, like literally just the shells, so you can just pop out the Possibly. components. No, because opening them up is kind of they're kind of iffy about making you do that, but yeah, no, just uh. or skins at the very least. Fuck, I mean, come on, give me something. Tell me my box wasn't a thousand times better than their well, pool float. Yeah. Fucking hell, it's a, pool, it's a pool float. Even if you have a pool, it'll just sit in the pool. Yay, I guess. So here's one of the largest booths there hasbro had set it up pulse i don't know what exactly it is it looks like a podcast or something because they were fucking uh, they're stealing our stuff yeah they, of course oh, they fucking fuckers. are because they were recording up here once in a while this is the this is across the hallway so this is 
not the whole expo hall, but you know what I mean, across yeah. the whole hall. This thing is huge. This is the size of Marvel's thing. I never saw them do anything real in this entire fucking thing. What a waste of fucking floor space. And money. And this is on the other side. They used up that much booth space to do for nothing. nothing. To record some shows. What are you selling, Hasbro? I never saw it. I never figured out what you were selling. You failed. You fucking failed if I can't figure out what it is you're fucking selling me, you fucking morons. Uh, He-Man was back. Unfortunately, they didn't place him so that I could get the light just right to have his sword glowing again. Uh, I wanted to recreate that shot. Like Voldemort did with the, the wand. I love that shot. It's one of my favorite shots from a Comic-Con. Like, it's stupid and trite, but I love it. Lego, of course, had an Iron Man with the uh, power glove. Nice. I liked it. It was nice, nice, nice. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Marvel, I didn't want to see any of their celebrities. They nobody from Marvel I ever saw in the Marvel booth. I don't know if maybe I just had bad timing, but I never thought they gave away some shit, and they had people there. I don't know who the fuck they were up there once in a while. This is Bob. Not even just, like, new Marvel people. This like, is a Bob. He's a makeup artist on Luke Cage show. I didn't even anybody, see... Anybody want my autograph? I don't even see Agent Cole at the booth, the guy that plays him. I did see him somewhere else, I think, but... Uh, let's see here. Oh, Sideshow had their, the usual, where they have all the really high-end... Um, the figurines. Figurines and stuff that you can buy. Uh, as always, they were awesome. They're just, they're just always fucking awesome. They always have the coolest shit. Oh, here was the one that was, uh, I hadn't seen before. You confused by this? Yes. It's the race car from, um, what's that? Oh, Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. I was going to say, once you mentioned it's a car, I was like, oh, that And here's uh, a horrible picture that I took of some kind of, like, death motorcycle thingy, right? And here's this. I didn't get the Batmobile one. These are, this is a non-profit, they had actually a large booth, they were cool, Magic Wheelchair, they make, like, slip-on things that go around the wheelchair for handicapped kids, so they can instantly be, so they can be in costume with their wheelchair. I gotcha. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I like that. I like that. I know, I know. I'm just, damn. We're getting there. let's make sure it's still recording. This thing likes to fuck with us once in a while. Uh, do, 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 uh, here, Steven Universe did karaoke the whole time. Oh, boy. Fuck. Why? Crank Acres had a big thing. Do you hear about Crank Acres? Does I anybody fucking care I don't, about Crank Acres? I, the fucking, I can't believe like, I heard news of them coming back, and I'm like, why? It was a terrible fucking show in the first place because it devolved into, because they couldn't make prank calls because that gets you in legal trouble, like actually yeah. bothering people. So yeah. they had to resort to putting in like fake ads and newspapers and fucking with people who are like, I'm calling about the job. You want to like fuck me in the ass? It's like, that's just fucking rude because the kind of people they're calling are people who are like, I desperately want a job. Can you help me? And that's why they stay on the line is because they're the kind of people who need fucking work. And I just, I feel so bad. It's not funny to me. But maybe that's it. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just that kind of douchebag. Square Enix had dick all for things, but they had their booth. And they had one corner that you might be interested in. They have this, uh, the motorcycle from Final Fantasy VII. Because the remake. Yeah. Right? Sweet. See this thing? Yeah. It's... They made this model. So ignore the jackass on it. I just didn't care enough to find to wait, yeah, wait for somebody you. off of it. I just wanted some pictures so you can see. Uh, you can't quite see... There you go. You can kind of see just how cheesy and cheap this thing is. But they spent a ton of money on this model. Oh, yeah. And they even had actors pretending to be Shinra employees working on it at times. It's based off a real Yamaha motorcycle. Why didn't they just make the real bike? It probably would have been cheaper. And then they could have, like, drove it. They could have, like, They could have rode it. 
they can't light it up in there because this um, California and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, causes yeah, yeah. cancer. But yeah, 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 that's not. It would have been cool to drive it up and down the streets and shit, though. Yeah. I, I should have made this. I always wanted to make this bike because it's actually based off a real Yamaha. But uh, let's see here. What else? FX did their giveaways that sucked balls the whole time, and there were the tubes and stuff. They give out fucking tubes for posters. At the most inconvenient time. And at the end of the show, they haven't gotten rid of them all because they saved too many of them. So they're just fucking stacking them up there for everyone to steal. And you're like, this does me no good. I already got a... I paid for a poster, poster tube, tube. Now. Because I needed one for the poster I bought, which um, was a good time to talk about Mondo. You know who Mondo is? Vaguely. Okay. Well, those of you who don't know, look it up. I'm not explaining. Anyways, they had some exclusive shit there that was announced pre- and a lot of, I'm surprised it survived. They had some posters that were limited print. One of, uh, one Bato wanted me to pick up. He's just like, hey, this is awesome. I want this. I'm like, okay, I'll see what I can do. Right? And they actually, the first two were Batman ones that opened up on preview night. I got in 15 minutes before the show hall opened. 15 minutes before it opened. Okay. The line was already capped. Fuck everybody. It's like a Funko line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not giving up. This is only capped for now because they can only have it so long. No. No. They Mondo fucked up. They didn't. They didn't hire people that knew what they were doing. They didn't work out how to fucking ring people up and shit. I I just quick math worked it out too. They were getting rid of a customer every two minutes. One person every two minutes. They had three registers. That means it took six fucking minutes to ring up one person. That line took two hours on that single cap before they let more people in. And they, it was just all of us standing around waiting in a big group. And they decided to do it at random. Just pick people at random because that was the fairest thing they could come up with. I did not get into the line preview night. Grand. They didn't sell out. They didn't come anywhere close to selling out on these posters because they couldn't move people fast enough to sell. They were also selling some other things that I thought everybody was in line for. No number of them were, but it didn't sell out super quick. They had... Um, the soundtrack to Brain, Metal Gear Solid, on vinyl. Okay. I thought that was going to be, like, fucking gone. Because all the fucking hipsters are going to be like, I need it on vinyl! And it's dipped in colorful and whatever. They also had Roger Rabbit and, um... Brain. What the fuck is that called? Uh, what's the one with the fake humans? I don't know. Cyberpunk movie, super famous. Harrison Ford. Blade Runner? Blade Runner, the new one. They had the soundtrack for that on okay. vinyl, too. Um, they didn't sell as fast as I thought, but anyways, I managed to get somebody in line that bought the poster for me who wasn't buying it anyways. I was just like, I'll give you cash. I'm like, they're not running out. It's just, they're fucking too slow. Yeah. And he's like, cool, okay. It's like, I'm not screwing anybody here yeah. by getting somebody in the line because they're just slow. We're not running out of product. So I got my poster. I got it for Bato. I got an exclusive I'm happy. I, I did that thing. I did that thing, finally. Because I usually were like, exclusives, I'm just kind of like, eh, eh. Uh, let's see, anything else? Ooh, Cinema Makeup School is there as usual. They did fucking amazing as always. Cool. Uh, oh, they worked with the Ever... Ever... Evermore Park. Yeah, Evermore Park people. They were talking some about how they actually worked on some of the costumes of them and developed some stuff. That was cool. Uh, the Brass guy was there. Do you remember him? Vaguely. 
Yeah, there's a guy. Uh, he always does the casting. Yeah, brass huge, castings huge. expanded a little bit. Some Small of it's thing. fucking huge and amazing. It hit this cool piece of wood with like a wizard looking through a telescope at the top spinning, and you get it's fucking amazing. I know, I know. I don't think you know. Jesus, the enchanter's like wrap it up. This is the whole con in I one get episode. It. I you, get it. We used to do this every every night. That's nice. Anyways, uh, and oh. Uh, fuck all of you people who walk around texting going slow as fuck. You're as annoying as baby strollers. Yeah. And boy, baby strollers were out of fucking hand this year well, on course. Saturday. Sunday they weren't that bad. That's Weird. a fucking first. Usually it's the other way. And anything else I care about? I think... Oh, yeah. DC had their booth and they had, I shit you not, the outfit worn by Michael Caine as Alfred and... Oh, boy. The outfit... Worn by Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox. Look at this sweater and and jacket combo. How amazing. They had this on either that's, side of the bat suit. Like anybody gives a fuck. That's why the people turn up. <laughs> and the worst part is people were taking pictures. They're like, Michael Caine wore these clothes in a movie once. <sighs> Those are the costumes that I could afford to buy. Like, if I just had a couple of bucks, I'm like, ah, I want to buy a piece you, of... Mo- you could recreate it at J.C. Penney's around that time. <laughs> you could recreate it at Kohl's. Okay, so one of my On favorite... Memorial Day sale. One of my favorite booths to wrap up, I think, the Expo Hall, right, is Weta. Yeah. Weta is always... They're going to display their greatest shit, what they're working on, right? Like, they had Battle Angel there. They had um, Ghost in the Shell the year before. Which, yeah, the movie turned out shit, but the fucking stuff they did for... Mwah, beautiful things. Um, this, is, this is what we got this year. The fuck is that? I don't fucking know. Some it's some, like, and... Bunny goblin creature. And, um, <laughs> like a chappy-looking thing, but I don't think it's chappy. Like... What the fuck? Yeah. And, um, oh, this was kind of cool. It looks better in the picture than it did in real life. It was shiny and shit. It looked like it came off a 3D printer. Giant 3D printer, but... Still. It's like some alien thing. It's obvi- Yeah, it's obviously like a clear skull xenomorph kind of looking motherfucker. And, um... What the fuck, Weta? What? Are you not working on anything right now? You don't have any big movies to go with? Like... They had their B-Squad. Dude, what the fuck? fuck was this is the 50th anniversary of say you bring your a game to this one of all the comic cons this is the big blowout ah ah anyways uh i think that's enough for the expo hall um a couple more things i want to talk about for stuff to bring in general i love these little silicone uh refillable travel containers if you ever bring containers or stuff the silicone ones oh they don't blow up they don't leak. They don't. They just work because they're flexible. Cool. Uh, space pens because space pens are awesome, and you need to write when the fucking hostess gives you a pen that won't write on to pay your tab and shit. Of course. Or whatever, taking notes like I did in my little journal, which I have the journals on there. And it's all waterproof and shit. And um, I guess if you care about the shorts, I've got these tactical shorts, which I know sounds crazy, but they've got a mag. They got just a, sounds like a dad gear. It kind of gets a dad gear, but you need shorts. But shorts are useful because it's hot. Even though it's seventy degrees outside in the expo hall, it gets hot. Well, yes, all the people and everything. Yeah, it's it warm. And so I do these because one, they fucking are great in dealing with the the. You don't wear your nether okay. regions apart, and uh, they have a magazine bag, a pouch, whatever on the side. 
It's made so you can keep an extra spa- extra magazine in there, right? It's just an extra pocket. They're cargo shorts. Right. But it's perfect for your uh, hand sanitizer. And if there's anything you need at a convention, your number one thing to always bring, hand sanitizer. Cool. So I think we'll end on the hand sanitizer. What do you think? I think we covered most of this. If I forgot anything, I'm sorry, but that's that's a wrap-up. Uh, no? You're good? You got any questions? All right. 